Gray Fox. Praise games. you waiting huh hello and welcome to gray fox plays video games the video games podcast where four friends jump on a podcast every fortnight to talk about video games what they love what they hate and all that sweet sweet fandom in between i am the host of this here ship my name is adam flint and i am joined by michael carden edwards hello, hey man how's it going i am doing all right I'm also joined by a trophy man, a man over the course of this intro has accumulated three trophies alone. Alex Hemming, how are you? Yeah, it's not far off, actually, yeah. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. And finally, our producer, our man in the chair, Jonathan Moles. How's it going, buddy? In the mole hole. That's warm. Yes. It is warm. It's a Sunday night and it's got a Sunday night vibe. You know, full disclosure, we were supposed to record earlier in the week and I was a tit and said, I'm so sorry. I'm really busy. Something's happened. I need to not be here. And the guy was like, it's okay. There's always Sunday night, Flint. And I appreciate that, that guys. You know, if this was like a, a best friend's day, I'd, I'd, I'd honour yous. Um, but anyway, you know, I'd like to honour video games. Um, let's answer me this question's free. What have you been watching? What you've been playing? What have you been potentially reading if you're cultured like that? I'm going to start with Mr. Alex Hemming. Ooh, well, I've been in the uh, the old backlog mood because at the moment there's not that many new games coming out. There is one that I'll touch on in a sec, but I, uh, I've jumped back on to finish off Ghostwire Tokyo. Don't know if you remember, I had a quick chat about that. Is that any good? It's okay. That's about as much as I can say about it. But the uh, there's a lot of really fun and weird, creepy visuals in it, and a lot of weird Japanese mythology. So if you like that kind of stuff, give it a look. But it gets a bit samey after a while. Finished it off, got all the collectibles done. So that was all nicely done. Is it a first-person or third-person game? It's first-person... Sh- um, it's kind of a first-person shooter, but you shoot using your fingers and your mind. <laughs> it's kind it's a, of strange. It's called Ghostwire. Think yeah, you that. kind of like do <laughs> Doctor Strange-like hand symbols and fire shit at people. It's great. Um, <laughs> mainly it's Slenderman and Headless Schoolgirls, but don't think into that too much. Don't Google that. Um, yeah, please don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I've also gone back to playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So that was out on PS Plus now at the moment. So I wanted to try to get the platinum in that. I am slowly working my way through doing these get theirs. I know, Mike, I know you loved Tony Hawk. Do you remember these these get theirs? Yes, I do. <laughs> What's that, what, do you, what do you mean a get there? I'm sure it'll make sense yeah, in a second, but what, what is a get they're there? Basically, each level has one specific string of gaps and challenges that you need to do in a combo to qualify for getting a get there. And uh, yeah, they get right. progressively harder and more ridiculous as you go on. But I'm working my way through slowly but surely. Just did Roswell, so I'm into Tony Hawk 2. Here we go. We're halfway there. Uh, but the new game Amazing. that I've actually been playing is Cult of the Lamb. I, right. This is a very strange one that's just come out recently where you are playing as a lamb that is killed and then resurrected by basically Satan to create a cult uh, and then kill all of the other gods. It's kind of a weird game, but I love it. You also have to pick up a lot of people's shit. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> you, do you play as a lamb? Literally, yeah, you play as a lamb, and it's kind of half a roguelite game and half a village-building sim. 
So you've got a bit of like the Binding of Isaac dungeon crawling, where you go into a room, there's a ton of monsters, you've got to hack and slash them down, and then collect coins and materials to take back to your village, where you build up your little village to bring in more cultists, and then you perform rituals and you sacrifice them. Uh, it's You know those episodes of South Park where the little forest critters come out and go, Hail Satan! It's, it's basically... <laughs> Woodland Critter Crit. It's basically that, but in video game form. I love it. It's well worth it's well worth it. a look. It's just come out. It's only about twenty quid. See what you think about it. If you, uh, I don't know if it's got a trial, but I I recommend it. I enjoy it quite a lot. Nice. Well, have you been watching anything? I haven't been watching anything. Been meaning to carry on with Stranger Things, but just haven't got around to it. Fair enough. You said four words, which is going to send the, uh, the spider sense of Michael Card Edwards going with by, uh, by, uh, Binding of Isaac. But I'm going to ask Mr. Carton Edwards, what have you been watching, playing, well, now or reading, I want to my play friend? Binding of Isaac again. Um, you, may, you mentioned the words, and it's like, huh? My, 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 my uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got any of that binding? Got any of that Isaac, have you there, son? Um, no, so, um, yeah, just to, I mean, you can go back on our uh, wonderful show that we do and, and, and go back to the Tony Hawk's episode we did many months ago where I talked about how incredible that game is. Um, did I do, I'm sure I did I, a whole bit on it before. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. When it released, we done like a yeah. thing on it. But yes, it's it's re it's reemerged on PSN before my time. I bloody love that game. No, so uh, the, uh, we've been watching. So Better Call Saul finished, and myself and my fiance have been now watching Breaking Bad. Uh, I, it'd be the third time that I've seen it. Does it flow? Does it flow into uh, it nicely? Yeah, I mean, Saul hasn't appeared yet in Breaking Bad. I think he comes in at the end of uh, season two. I think might be the beginning of season three. I can't remember. So. I'm intrigued to see kind of what he's like, but already we're only at the start of season two and there have been several characters rock into Breaking Bad that I remember from Better Call Saul that I didn't realise were in Breaking Bad when I saw them in Better Call Saul. And it was like, I know that guy, what the hell? Yeah, it was, uh, so it's been, yeah. And there's little bits like, there's recurring um, like places and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second, I know this place. And it's, yeah, it's mental the amount of care that went into Bear Call Saul that I didn't even realise, you know? Pretty insane. That's awesome. One of the things that I love, I'm I'm about, I think I'm two episodes away from the finale, so no spoilers, but I suppose he turns up being a lawyer at the end. Uh, <laughs> but um, one of the things that I, I realised that, obviously their craft of making TV experiences it's obviously gotten better in the last like 10, 15 years they've been doing this. And it feels that it is such a greatest hits of Vince Gillian in every sense of the word from the use of music. to There's always a scene in every episode where it's from the perspective of an inanimate object. And there's one bit where um, Saul was being pulled to a chair and then tied up to the chair. And they rested the camera on the side of the chair as they dragged it along the floor. And I was like, that's the like only, only Breaking Bad slash like Vince would do that as a view or like um, just everything from when they look into a sink, it's always from the view of the sink looking up at someone. There's always, there's just amazing little things where you just can't, you wouldn't see that anywhere else. It's made in such a unique way. I'm kind of, I'm having that kind of feeling of, although Breaking Bad ended so long ago, like I'm now starting to mourn that Breaking Bad's over because like there's, this is, once Better Call Saul's done, like, that's it. We're done with this kind of stuff, which is a crying shame. But, Mikey, before you tell me what games you've been playing, because you're probably up to speed the most in the world of Breaking Bad right now, if you had to pick something else in that world to explore, whether that's a spin-off of a character 
or a time that this 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 thing covers what would you see or are you are you saying this is done the it's done the masterpiece is finished i mean obviously we had el camino which was the jesse kind of then story which was i think much needed for closure there i think the only other thing that i would weirdly quite like i would like to see what happens to walt jr now in, in a way i think that would be quite interesting yeah but, um no they've wrapped it up man there are no more stories to tell here for me I, i'm pretty i'm pretty happy with how it's I think it's concluded in my in my head. Yeah, I mean, to, I felt that the same with Breaking Bad. And I was like, oh, why are you in a prequel? I bet cool soul. I don't care. And it turned out I do care. And I really turned out it, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so maybe like, ever. My word, what a show. Yeah. My word, what a show. Um, in terms of playing, sorry, my dog is is irritating everyone involved right now. He's like, you got you got yeah, more of that soul. We got more of that soul, boy. Got to put a, it on. <laughs> there's a carrier bag behind me, which is really wants um no the other game i've been playing is uh obviously in between bounce of football manager because that is my addiction in life but no my other addiction in life is civilization six and oh god oh lordy lordy so um uh, how many hours let's not go into that but we um i invited my brother and my future <laughs> brother-in-law over for uh uh the other sunday because uh, my fiance was away for the weekend and uh, yeah, I'm going to come back to this. Someone else needs to talk, basically, because I need to deal with a dog. <laughs> okay, why is dealing with his dog? Although he's got some pretty cool blue set he- uh, Bluetooth headphones on, so you can still hear it, which is kind of dope. But um, so I'll I'll cut in, then Michael finish, and then we'll go to Moles, and then then, then it's the segment. But um, so playing wise, I um, have been gutted because, as guys know, you know, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, I've been going through something with it uh, with Elden Ring. And I've been investing all of my eggs in the basket of a, of a weapon called the Rivers of Blood. And some nerd at FromSoft decided to nerf that damn weapon last week. But I did get a little glimmer of hope, which was, you know, when you turn on your console and it goes, there's an update for this game. Start without the update. And I'm like, yep, OK, if this is my last night of playing with the Rivers of Blood it's going to rain blood, motherfucker. So I essentially managed to have one last session with the Rivers of Blood at the stats it was pre-nerfed. And in that time, I took down about four bosses, leveled up loads, got other weapons to build out my bleed build because I'm not just a bleed build. I'm a bleed god. <laughs> and I had such a good time with this. I'm still I'm about... I'm, I'm on 83% on, you know, the little ticker that pops up on the cards for... Uh, so I'm 83% in on the game now. Uh, the city is now Ash, and uh, I think I'm only like a couple of bosses away from running. You're very credits. close. You're very uh, close. It's 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 going to be it's going to be like when like with Better Call Saul ending. I'm going to shed a tear of just uh, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Uh, it's been a journey, um, but I've also been playing uh, Crash Bandicoot Four. It's all about time um, because I love a bit of Crash. I will say that Toys for Bob have done a damn fine Crash Bandicoot game, but it still can't hold the jockstrap of the Insane Trilogy, unfortunately. Like, it's good, and it has some good things to it, but, yeah, that Insane Trilogy by Vicarious Visions, hot damn, and they done the Tony Hawk's remake as well, right? Yeah. Like, they can do a damn good game. Um, Watching-wise, uh, yeah, similar to most people, Better Call Soul and the like, but also I watched She-Hulk, the new MCU take on uh, a tv show and this one's focused specifically on jennifer walters aka she-hulk 
it's fine. It's a 25-minute comedy, and it's got Hulk and MCU stuff in it. Now, I'm an absolute shill for the MCU, so, you know... I am aware every time I start a conversation with the MCU, it's usually met with a, it's not as good as it used to be, yada, yada, yada. But I'm still in the mode of, I'll take it. It's like pizza or sex. As long as I'm having it, it's still good. <laughs> it's a sitcom, right? Like, Interesting. So yes. like Seinfeld. It's riffing off a of flea bag in particular. What? You ever watched that? So yeah, it's basically, it's um, a, so Jennifer Walters is Bruce Banner's cousin. She has an accident with her cousin and then some of his blood infuses with her and she can also become a hulking creature. Instead, instead of going to be an Avenger, she just wants to go back to being a lawyer. And that's the premise of the TV show. And it's very fourth wall breaking. She looks at the camera and says stuff. Um, it's literally like someone sat there and watched this uh, flea bag, if you ever watched it, um, and just went, we should just do this in Marvel, and that's exactly what we've done. That being said, this show is written by a lady called Jessica Gow, and she wrote the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty, and she is a very, very funny lady. She also does a podcast with Dan Harmon called Whiting Wongs, and it's about how to not write stereotypes in pop culture, and she's just very, very talented, and it's you can see this is some, there's something special here, I think. Um, I say it's fine because... I'm not the core demographic. I don't really get some of the the the, the flights of of women, but at the same time, some pretty fucking good jokes in it. So yeah, it's only one episode in, and they're only about twenty five minutes long, so I can buzz through them. Uh, but I'm yeah, gonna come back in if that's okay, because I haven't I haven't finished my yeah, civilization yeah, yeah, he's story. He's back. Okay? So yeah, give us the civilization story, right? So it was like get the whole chebang for like eight quid or something mildly like that. I was like, all right. <laughs> I love me some Civ. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I fancy it. And um, so I started playing a game as, as Rome, uh, just because they have a lo- lovely gimmick called All Roads All Roads Lead to Rome, where you get double on your trade route and all this kind of stuff, right? And I was playing it. Everyone's happy. And um, so my fiance went away for the weekend, went back to her parents for the weekend uh, to go to the beach and things. All good. And I invited uh, my, my future brother-in-law over on the Sunday. And he came over and we were just going to have some pizza, play some FIFA, watch some football. And he was like, what are you playing? I was like, oh, playing Civilization, mate. And he's like, what's that? And when he said, what's that? That was at about one o'clock in the afternoon. He is 29. Oh, okay. So like he, he would have grown up and like been around some form of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's, uh, unless you have a PC, mate, like, do you know what I mean? Like it's not... You know what I mean? So it's um, yeah. it's just very. I think I would suggest it's more of a specialized type of game, right? Unless you're in yeah, those, those four. Unless you're into four X, really hit the You know what I mean? Like you're not going to be like, yeah, have you played Stellarasis or whatever it's called? You know, like it's not really going to happen. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, he said like, what's that? About like one o'clock or so, and we finished playing that evening at at three in the morning. Because we 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 created a, a we did a we did a, a, a double game like a hot seat game. He was he's Spain. I'm England, obviously, and um, and yeah, that was a long time. Created a monster. We created a monster. That was on the Sunday. I think he then came over again. I want to say on the was it the Tuesday or one of these days, and then again it was uh, it was a long evening until two in the morning. The game is the game is a crack. 
basically. It is just the one more turn I am fully sucked in. And yeah, my God, I think about it when I'm not playing it. I'm strategizing what we're doing. Me and him send WhatsApps to each other fairly regularly discussing our strategies to, to defeating the Chinese. And it is, uh, yeah, man, it's pretty gnarly, man. I love this game so much. I, I love Civilization. It is it is the greatest thing ever made. And I am in, all in, and I. that's all I want to play. It's all I want to play. Is this a skirmish like i haven't played civilization games for a long time and i might be confusing this with another franchise so please forgive me if i am is this a skirmish or like a story no no i'm just doing i'm just doing. doing a skirmish basically just setting up a map and going yo let's play and that's pretty much it uh, that's all i need there are scenarios that you can do i'm interested in that um i just want to basically go Here's a map. Here's some stuff. Here's here's some leaders. Yeah, it's like invade your empires and stuff like that, right? You want to start out. You want to build your yeah. Your and thing. it's uh, so the most Watch annoying thing, right? Is that like every there's different eras in the game, right? And you want to get into a golden era. Of course you do. That's by having a really good era previously. If you'd have a good time, you you'd get lots of points. Your next era will be a golden era, and you have a good time. Everyone's happy. If you go into a dark age, everything's bad. And I was smashing it, supremely smashing it, and then I was afflicted horribly by barbarians who decided to ransack my university and library in my uh, in my town of Malaga, which was uh, not Malaga, uh, um, uh, Nuki. Sorry, I had Nuki, one of the places. And um, yeah, yeah, very easily. No, you know, I got mixed confused, up. Malaga uh, and Nuki. It was Spain. I was England. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I had a tornado. Yeah, just rock up and destroy everything i had and it was it was it was very annoying and it put plunged me into a dark age uh, but i've just discovered the i've just discovered the flight yeah just discovered flight so i so, so now uh, so rafa is the king of the sea i plan to be the king of the air and uh, yeah it's uh, i love it i love this uh, you actually are making me want to go download this right now <laughs> yeah it reminds me of i don't know why you ever watched the tv show community yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be lost on everyone on this pod. But if anyone listening has watched Community, the episode where they reenact the UN, and it's just like the good people of Georgia will trade tea with you. I, I I want to play that in a game, and it feels that like I can do this kind of thing. So I'm definitely going to be down to clown. What have, uh, what else have you been playing, man, or watching? Anything um, else? I don't think so. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's bring in the producer, the man in the chair, Jonathan Moles. What's going on in the mole world? Uh, in the mole world, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but my PlayStation has been a little bit neglected in the past few weeks. So oh, I'll give it a little uh, play. Uh, it needs a little bit of a dance. Give it a little turn on. Yeah, I've been busy. Uh, I won't bore you with any of the details, but I was stuck on jury service for two and a half weeks. So, yeah, that was fun. He did it. Uh, yeah. Can you tell right, us what happened <laughs> on the show? Uh, I could I could tell everyone <laughs> in the world, but it's so boring they won't want to hear it. It's Single female lawyer, yeah. Mosey's on the case. But anyway, um, the only thing I did play, I played some multiverses for you, Mikey, and then I played a little bit more. And then my hands get tired because it is, for me, pretty much button bashing. But it's, great. it's a great game. You alluded to it a lot in the last pod. Uh, but for me, it's just not Street Fighter. There we go. I've said it. There you go. Um, if Capcom, if you're listening, Capcom. make a Brawlhalla ripoff we... with Capcom characters. No, because they'll put Resident Evil characters in it and it'll be shit. So don't do that. <laughs> Stick to what you're good at. <laughs> don't do any crossover games in the Capcom universe. I don't want that. Um, 
I have been watching recently. I have been hammering hard on the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit franchise because the Rings of Power That's just getting, is out getting up to it. next month, and I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I have got to finish. I did it a bit weird, so I did the original Lord of the Rings films. One, two, three, and then I did the Hobbit films, and I'm halfway through watching the Hobbit three, uh, Battle of the Five Armies again for the umpteenth million time. I just want to. I have to give a question because I I love the, the Lord of the Rings films. I actually watched uh, the Fellowship of the Ring about three weeks ago. I just randomly decided to put it on because it's like this film's great. Um, I've never seen the Hobbit films because I just assumed they were dreadful because they unlike Lord of the Rings where they had a book and they could have probably made more. The Hobbit is quite a short book, which they somehow expanded oh, yeah. into several films. And I don't understand how they've done that. Yeah. A lot of filler, uh, a lot of artistic licensing. The Hobbit, the original Hobbit book was, lit, it was a young child book. It is like you say, it's quite thin, you know, it's like 200 pages or something. It's, that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they managed to get nine hours worth of film. Peter Jackson just really wanted to stay in New Zealand. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm building up to for the Rings of Power that's out next month. Love it. I mean, damn it, you've got Amazon v HBO now, haven't you? Because you've got um, House of Dragon coming out tomorrow. Yeah, true. If you're listening to this, or Monday um, in around the world. Okay, before we get into Gamescom and news like that sort of thing, quick fire round. What show is going to be better, Ring of Power or House of Dragon? Uh, I'm going to go for House of the Dragon because I saw the trailers for the Ring of Power and it looks fucking awful. Uh, although I don't want it to be, but the trailers made me go, "Oh dear Christ, what are they doing?" which worries me a lot. I don't know if you thought differently, Moles, for the trailers, but the tra- I, I've saw, I was really excited to see them, and I was like, oh, no, what have you done? Yeah, it will be interesting because it's not a feature-length film. So, yeah, it could all go horribly wrong. But I'm going to have to say The Rings of Power because I was never really a Game of Thrones fan. No one's a Game of Thrones fan anymore. That's, that's, that's what I just <laughs> well, yeah, the one that I did <laughs> that hear. Died. Not Game of Thrones, ain't uh, even a fan you know, of Game of Thrones after that. Part. I did hear the like, you know, the ending was everyone's underwhelming. Uh, there, there was, underwhelming. There wasn't a final season. Yeah. She died on route to her home planet. Henry, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> what, what do you think? I I kind of hope that it's Rings of Power, but I don't. I don't know. I think they might be equally as bad as each other. We'll see. We'll wait and see. House of Dragon for three words. Hardcore nudity. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) Uh, In the world of video games, uh, it turns out not much has happened because it's summer. And we've all gone to play it with our with our sand. Yeah, can you imagine the whole games industry goes? Well, I'm going fishing, and they're just out there. They're fishing rods now. Um, but that being said, um, it's Gamescom in Germany next week. So for this segment, I want to hear people's thoughts and hypotheses over what we could get, and uh, just to kind of help set the mood and maybe set a little cat amongst the pigeons for the conversation. I'll set some bets. I think we're going to get a extended gameplay reveal of God of War Ragnarok. Uh, pre-orders started last week, so I think that's going to help drive that. I think we're going to get, I hope, some more footage of Resident Evil 4 Remake, because quite frankly, the big gameplay reveal was like, you know in that episode of The Simpsons, 
where Milhouse goes to play the Waterworld game. And it's just like he feeds in all those coins and then he just steps in. It's game over. That's exactly what the Resident Evil 4 gameplay reveal was. So I hope we get a little bit more than that. And I'm also going to say, because I'm a man of the ring, thanks to my brothers, that uh, we're going to get a bit of a bit of news about the DLC that they're going to be doing for Elden Ring, which surpassed 16 million sales last Good week qu- as well. Question. Michael. I've heard that Sony, Nintendo, Activision, Blizzard, EA, and Take-Two aren't there. Then that means it's going to be very what? boring. I thought week. that Take-Two were there, but that, that might just be... Uh, I they thought they confirmed they, they weren't there. Uh, oh dear. Then that throws one of my ideas in the spanner in that um, works. But, but Warner Brothers, Sega, 505 Games, Koch Media, 2K, and Bandai Namco are going to be there. So... Uh, I think Ubisoft is there as well. So there are there are people there. Obviously, Xbox and Bethesda. No, uh, what, 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 are they going to be there? Uh, Microsoft will be there. I'm just yeah, reading that sure. now. So you'll probably get some. I, I would imagine Starfield, right? That that that, and maybe Forza. Yeah. I think maybe some more Forza stuff. I think also because we're this is very ill advised that Ubisoft were spending this. I don't know what they called it. But it's a lot of celebrations for Assassin's Creed. So, like, there was lots of live streams and stuff, and they said it was going to conclude with a with a final piece of news about where they're taking the franchise. That might happen here, or they might do their own stream for it, but we might get a bit about this Infinity project they've been working on as a massive MMO thing for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I don't really know what that's going to be. I, I definitely feel we're going to get some news on that one. I just don't know what it is. They, they just say it's not going to be free. It's going to be a live service game that kind of matches all of them together. So I I just have no idea what to even guess what this is going to be right now. I just don't know who they're making it for. (laughs) Money. They're making it for money. (laughs) We're making it for money. Look, we... We we done a we done a survey group with your money mm-hmm. and your money said that they would actually like to see a games of service uh, with all the classic characters coming back as worlds that'll pop up. Um, I will say that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is probably one of the biggest video games I have played in the last few years, and there's easily over two hundred hours of content. Yeah, I know. I say that though, and people just go, <laughs> "Final Fantasy fourteen, Then come fucking back to me and talk to me about lots of content in the game. But anyway, my humble uh, co- uh, console uh, mindset for this is that this is a lot of content, and I would, I would bet good money that the vast uh, there's a very low percentage of people that actually consumed all that content within Assassin's Creed Valhalla where if they were drip feeding me that over the course of two years where it's just like you know once a month they're like oh another village has opened up with some more stories or like another area I think I probably I think more people would probably engage and for them that probably works out very well because they already built they already build games that big anyway it's just a case of the release process for it so that could work potentially potentially it's an interesting idea the very least. Yeah. Well, let's let's pretend Take Two might be. <laughs> what do you? What was your? Well, your my idea was that today, actually, as of as we record today, the twenty first of August is the fifteenth anniversary of the release of Bioshock, and they've been talking Ooh. for a while that they were going to carry on that franchise. So it might be wishful thinking, but I was hoping we may see some news about potentially a new Bioshock. Why have we gone so long without a new bio? Well, the guy that um, actually was the lead story designer behind it all left, and it was taken over right. by 2K, I believe. Uh, Take two, sorry. I just don't know what happened to them since. 
they've just kind of left it in their back pocket waiting. Because Infinite, although you know, it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, I loved Infinite. it was still a successful yeah. game, right? Like it, it won loads of awards that year, sold lots of units and, and everything else. I will say, in the first Bioshock, that scene where you see Rapture for the first time, that was so cinematic. Like I cracked it's my pants. It was so one of the good. greatest openings like, of a video game ever made. Just that whole sequence yeah. of the plane crashing, going into the lighthouse, the big Andrew Ryan statue, getting into the submersible, slowly going down, and then just going through the city with the whales swimming through it. Make that it's a film. incredible. That's that's a film, yeah. isn't it? It's just it's it's done so well. It's fun. I I hope that there is news on that because I would love another one of those games. I played through the original Bioshock a few months ago. I seem to do it every few years, because I just love that <laughs> game so much. So yeah, I, I would love to see more of that. Um, I also was thinking with Ubisoft, maybe Beyond Good and Evil 2? Or have they just decided <laughs> that that's dead now? You got more chance of, a, you got more chance of abandoned being <laughs> God, if that turns up. Oh, God. No. I, I would love to see more Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like you say, it's likely not going to happen, though. But I, I'd i like to see it. Yeah, yeah no, I'm just uh, I'm sure, doing what I probably should have done prior to this this recording, which is actually look at the Gamescom website <laughs> and actually look at some of the vendors. Uh, that they are going did to say be Sonic Frontiers will get more of a run out there, which I've got very little interest in. I mean, I saw like a an IGN first thing about that a couple of months mm. ago. And it's almost like someone missed the memo where, you know, everyone's just like for a, a period of about 18 months, everyone's like, I'm, we're going to have a stab at that Breath of the Wild money. You know, we're going to make an open world and we're going to do uh, lots of things. You had like that. Um, the guys who used to work on the Assassin's Creed game do their Gods and Monsters game. Everyone kind of had a little stab at this. And the idea of Sonic doing a Breath of the Wild and seeing some of it, it looked all right to Doing me. Doing it like six years later when the second Breath of the Wild is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good good point. What they don't know is but, actually uh, the Breath of the Wild 2 yeah. is just a Tamagotchi simulator. My God. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped the thing if they could... No, I can't figure that Jeff Goldblum line now. They wondered if they should do it. They never thought if they could. I don't know. Anyway, the line's lost now. But the point is, those evil bastards, they blew it up. <laughs> they blew it up, God damn it! <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it is, like I say, it is a bit quiet on the news front. But, uh, Mikey, have you seen those Sonic Frontier clips? Is that something? You're, you're a Breath of the Wild man. You're our Breath of the Wild man. What's, the, what's your take on this? Would no, you do it? Would you I play saw it? it. It looked crap. Um, I, I'm still to be convinced that you can make a 3D Sonic game. Um, I just, I don't, I, I've never played a good one. Uh, people, that, people say to me that Sonic Colors was good. Um, Sonic Adventures Two was good at the time. This is it. Just like, don't go back and play. I it saw now. the clips of this new Sonic game, and it just looked sparse. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm running mm. fast, and there's a yeah. Nah, it's, nah, not for me, bruv. Yeah, I will say Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast. I remember that very fondly, but that might just be because there was only about four games on the Dreamcast. <laughs> just swapping between that and Shenmue and being like, I'm having a yeah, lovely yeah, time. yeah, exactly that. That and Jet Set Radio, to be fair. Jet Set Radio is an absolute classic. Well, um, also, what we have going on in the world is D23 over uh, over in Disneyland uh, at the start of September. And Marvel Games are going to be announcing a bunch of new stuff and giving some reveals as well. So, uh, I hope... 
I hope we get to see this Midnight Suns game. You know, remember we had that reveal trailer about six months ago. Mate, I've been looking, there's been so much information about that game released over the last month or so. Like, yeah, like gameplay trailer and everything. There's so much gameplay that's been released of it. Oh my God, amazing. It looks really good. Oh, there we go. I should look this up. In fact, cancel D23. I don't need it anymore. Um, I hope we get Insomniac doing some Spider-Man 2 stuff. That would be pretty Yeah, maybe some Um, more Wolverine information. I think we're a long way away. But maybe just a little bit of extra. Just a sprinkle. Just give me a snicked, you know? That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, what was that Marvel game that you were absolutely hooked on? That mobile oh, Marvel was, like, Strike the graphics Force. were actually really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe we'll get some sake about that or hear about that, because that was like that was probably one of the biggest games in the world. Oh no, you, what, you mean the bit. MMO game? Like they've got to be putting Oh, that one. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I stopped playing that because my phone. Uh, it, I couldn't. My phone couldn't handle it. Fair enough. I really liked Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three on the Switch, and it's one of the reasons why to buy a Switch. If you had to give someone a reason to buy a Switch, that's definitely on the list of games you tell them to buy. It was so good. I kind of hope we get more in that world, you know, so or at least cross platform. When I said earlier that I haven't been playing too much, the only other thing I have been playing is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. Because I, I purchased it. Ah. After I completed X-Men Le- Legends, X-Men Legends 2, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. I, I loved those four games. Those four games were incredible. And years ago, they actually decided to relist Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 on PlayStation, Xbox, blah, blah, blah. And I purchased the first one because I was like, didn't realize they would delist them quite so quickly and uh, so you can't get them anymore um but the first one i i still have it and i was like i'm gonna give that a little bang again because i haven't played that for a long time and it's the combat is so much better than ultimate Alliance free it's almost insulting it's miles better really? yeah the combat is so much better it's 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 like yeah, 10 years so much the combat is well. so much better dude and it's um yeah and it, it obviously but it's not like mcu is it because it's before the mcu so oh, so it's um, yeah, yeah. that is a bit of a regret but no i've been playing a bit of that actually as well because it's very it's very easy to blast through and yeah that's i would like another one of those if i'm honest um maybe one on a platform that could actually run it unlike marvel ultimate lights 3 <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a, that is a good point. I mean, I never played Ultimate Alliance 2. I think that's because it came out just so, after we were done at uni and like, I didn't Alliance have friends. 2, I remember being disappointed with that because they simplified everything. Um, yeah, X-Men Legends right. 1 is the best one. And at number two, those two were incredible. Um, they're, they're, those are my jam, man. Those are my jam. No, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think, to be honest, like we said, there's not really much more going on in that space. If Gamescom ends up being absolute bangers dropping left right and center and dropping truth bombs well we'll be dropping pods to make sure we we keep up with it but gentlemen i'm gonna bring our producer moles in and say do you know what time it is moles it's time for the wheel (laughs) (laughs) love it yes we have a bunch of topics around in and around the world of video games we have had no time to prepare so, chaps, um, I'm going to start spinning the wheel. I'll give you the topic. I might give you some time to think if you need it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll crack on. So, here we go. Right, gentlemen, this is about weapons. Tell me your favourite weapons in video games history. Melee, automatic, and power? What do you mean by 
power oh like like powers like if you had a power your favorite power you had so like in um bioshock when you had like that zapper sort of thing so melee like auto like automatic and power give you a moment to gather your thoughts but Mm. when i hear melee there's a couple of things that i've jumped to straight away and I'll, i'll get it going on the melee front Final Fantasy VIII, the gun, have, the gun sword that Squall you're had. You've taken my pick, the gun blade. That was my pick as well. That was absolutely incredible. And just the, the general gimmick of hit L1 and it would fire as you do the attack. There was something so dope about that. Honourable mention with melee weapons, though, the Dead Island games. Like, that was all about crafting and building some awesome stuff. Uh, Hemming, I know I've thrown you <laughs> off by stealing. I've, I've done a steal. It's all right. Your, it's okay. Your gunblade. What other melee weapons from games that you hold dear the, to your heart? The other melee one that comes to mind straight away that I love is, and I always get the name wrong, but it's the axe from God of War. The not the chains of Olympus, but the axe. Milner, I'm not Milner. Yeah, axe. yeah. The the axe from the new ones. Love. Leviathan axe. Leviathan axe. There you go. That's the one. He's got it. He's that got thing it. is just brilliant. It's brutal. The animations are fantastic, and there's just something so satisfying about throwing it through one enemy and then calling it back through another. It's just oh, that's yeah. just so satisfying. That's got to be yeah, my pick I'll for that one. That. So we were talking about this in the WhatsApp group, and I'm surprised Miles didn't mention it in um, the bit at the start of the pod. That new Predator movie, Prey is uh, directed by the guy who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Really good horror-like guy. But he has come out and said that he's inspiration for, you know, I'm not going to spoil the film, but the main character has a little axe and she puts a, a rope on it so she can retract it back from the people she's attacking. That is direct, like the director has come out and said, that is directly inspired from God of War. I was playing that loads and I thought that'd be pretty dope to do. Also, the Predator himself in the in this incarnation in the movie he has a shield which is exactly the same as Kratos's shield Kratos Kratos I can't remember fucking name now the god of war's shield the way it comes together it's exactly the same and I thought that's so dope so it's deep cuts deep cuts there uh moles where do you sit on the melee bandwagon what's your favorite melee weapon in a game um probably the crowbar in half-life Ah, classic. Oh, classic. What am I doing here? I've got a crowbar. Great. And then they featured it in the <laughs> second one. Great. They love a good crowbar. The only thing where you can bludgeon people with, with something that you shouldn't be bludgeoning them with, is got, got my vote. I was contemplating of using... What's the name of Dante's sword in um, Devil May Cry Rebellion? Yes. Because... <laughs> That's an iconic weapon. All I was thinking it? there was Ebony and Ivory, his guns. But yes, Rebelling the Sword. It's uh, that might be your, your automated one, Mr. Cardin Edwards. You're a man that likes the a energy good sword, melee. Man, from Halo. Oh, the one there's nothing, there, there are a few things more satisfying than picking up that bad boy and going dead, 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 dead. Wonderful. It ruins yeah, people. and it'll track like yeah, all the way perfect. across. Perfect. Nice, nice. Oh, all right. Honorable mentions Original Streets of Rage, the pipe. Yeah, because of the sound, right? A wompy. Yeah. Wompy. Whoop. This woom woom ah, that was so good. That was good. All right, right, chaps. Let's go to to automation. Unless there's any melee weapons that pop up, but let's go automation. I'll go back to Mikey because I think I know what he's his ultimate 
automated weapon. There's only is. one, my friend. There is only one. Uh, the Sunshot um, from 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 Destiny yes. Two, the most delicious, nutritious weapon on the market. Um, yeah, the, the, what it doesn't get any better than that. The the, the popping of heads with the Sunshot. My Melon goodness popper. gracious, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. I'll, while, we're, while we're talking about sort of bungee slash uh, first person shootery, that sort of stuff. The original Halo pistol with the the zoom on it, and it was just like so satisfying. I know they they bought it back, I think, for Halo Four, and like they made it a big deal of we bought back the handgun. And I was like, yeah, it's not the same, but um, but it was a classic, classic. Mm-hmm. Having you've popped a few rounds in your time. My my favorite is got to go to the best bonus for completing a certain game mode that I've ever had. Dead Space 2, when you beat the hardcore mode of Dead Space 2, you unlock the finger gun. You get a giant <laughs> foam finger, finger and he, when you pull the trigger, he just goes, pew, 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 pow, 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 and everything just blows to pieces. You're in this horrific <laughs> zombie uh, abominations coming at you, and you're just there going, pew, 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 pew and watching them explode. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it. Actually... Moles, I hope I've stolen your your favourite automated weapon, but I'm gonna do an honourable mention to Resident Evil Code Veronica, the gold dual pistols that you'd only get upon completing the game, and they just looked beautiful. And it had a first person mode as well, and it looked like Goldeneye. You liked the man with the golden gun; it was incredible. But Moles, I have to ask you, who's man? Who you know? I know it's like government census forms where it asks religion. Molesy writes Commando. So like, I want to hear what your favourite <laughs> your favourite gun a hard in the game I've is. I've got quite a few. Um, Counter Strike, the heavy Magnum sniper oh. rifle. I think it was called that. I think it was called the Orp. Oh. Or the Orp. It was just the sound, yes. the sound, and when you'd hear it, you'd be like, "Fuck, duck and cover." <laughs> Someone got the big guns out, um, which was always fun when you had maps and you could only use that that one gun. That hours and hours and hours and hours. Burnt playing nice maps with that one gun. The Golden Eye, the man with the, uh, the golden gun in Golden Eye. Classic. Great. The, I think it was the BFG in Doom. Oh yes. yes. Just, just yeah, just oh. obliterate everything. Just um, destroys a room. It's that's it. It's just one hit. <laughs> Everything's gone. Um. Oh, that man from Fallout is also very good. I know it's more of the heavy weapon. <laughs> it's a portable nuke. Yeah. That's literally what that is. It's disgraceful. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, honourable mention's got to be for the holy hand yeah. made in worms. <laughs> just for the God just damn for it, the, the sound bites. Yeah. Speaking of sound bites, Tomb Raider Two, the grenade launcher. The reason why. Because they actually took the soundbite from Terminator 2. So they the, the, oh, that the reload noise from. Yeah, yeah. The conk. Yeah, every time Arnie reloads it, they took that and they put it in Tomb Raider 2. They've even, like, they had to pay money to, like, get the actual sound. I love that. I had no idea and I absolutely love that. That is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, that's not even how the actual, like, grenade launcher sounds. It's oh, just no, that no, it is. That's, J- that's what J- it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just incredible i, lo- I loved um what, i do love a shotgun in games i i am a, i'm a, like whenever i play fps's online especially like Good call shotty. of duty 
uh, that there is something incredibly satisfying about being a fast dude who can just shoot people in the face with a shotgun one hit killing right it's it's wonderful me and my um good friend lee we uh, we played a lot of uh, call of duty you know they they re-released call of duty and it was just called call of duty modern warfare and uh Mm -hmm. released i think just around the pandemic time just before the pandemic and so we played a lot of that game during the pandemic and um a particular map called shipment would come into the rotation fairly often and yeah man i i i love there are a few things i've enjoyed more than just equipping my trusty shotgun and blowing people away with it it was uh yeah it was a good time a very good time so hard to pick like like uh, shotguns are like a like you say a staple in any good any good shooting game i'm gonna be really boring and just say that the destiny shotguns all have like a really nice feel to them all of the destiny that's guns have a nice a, feel to them that's a good it's yeah it's, it's actually yeah i think i was going to say a battle rifle but it's like like say like which one is millions of them i will say in resident evil village the maxed out like top shotgun you get is very satisfying because it doesn't look like a a shotgun it looks like a grenade launcher that happens to explode shotgun parts into people it was incredible ah oh, moles you've you've set us off pal um but if you do have any more guns we'll come back to them of course in uh, melee let's talk about powers enhancements to your character um in game so i'm gonna start off with uh have you ever played control um yes yes i have well you're basically magneto and the physics engine in this game is absolutely incredible. I think it's on PlayStation Plus now, so there's no excuse. Go play it. It's absolutely fantastic. And when you've maxed that out, like, I generally... I, this is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to the actual Magneto experience of just anything you can pick up, levitate, throw, and it's just, ah, oh, it's so good. Like, that's that's a bit of recency bias, I think, but I, I love that so much. That it's game. so good. And you've got she's got so many powers as well. She's, she can fly, she can throw shit yeah she's got a weird gun that transforms depending on what she wants it to do it does it does a similar thing that elden ring does to 11 which is there are so many different skill trees and abilities and different directions to go unfortunately you cannot be the master of all these things so you need to pick one and double down on that now you can either do a new game plus and come back to it or you can use a larval tier in elden ring anyway and, and like reposition that stuff in so with um my run through of control i've done it once and i've done the dlcs i really doubled down on her flying and uh i don't really call it levitate ob- objects and throw them abilities like i doubled down on that so that was the the staple for me and, and i have to come no, in nice and, and say i forgot about a melee weapon of course i'm talking about ludwig's holy blade or whatever it's called from bloodborne Nah, yeah. Dude, are you okay? This is the longest you've gone on a pod without like mentioning Bloodborne. My God, Ludwig's glorious fucking sword of death. I love that thing. My God. Um, on to the powers. I think I have. Um, I think I, have, I certainly have a couple. I, I love. Look, first things first. A Shoryuken with added fire. Um, from Ken. I, you know, it doesn't get much more bad than that. Let's let's be clear about it. Um, I loved um holding. Zelda's powers or Link's power sorry in Zelda Breath of the Wild I did enjoy the jump you know where you can jump higher that was always uh, that was really bloody Uh, useful and also the big hold attack and the area thing and lightning comes down that power was really bloody useful as well Um, both of them were great they they really they really uh, they spoke to me yeah they spoke to me Um, I also (laughs) very much like um, 
and this might sound a little bit stupid, but the the, the feeling of having um, invincibility in Mario Kart, and you know that for those brief <laughs> the brief it's that music. seconds, Lovely. nothing can hurt you. Yeah, there's there's no yeah, shell that's coming for your ass. No, none of that's coming to you, my friend. That is a that's that a very nice feeling. Similarly, in Mario Mario itself, and Sonic, invincibility of any kind. Give me that. Yeah, give me it. We don't get good invincibility music anymore, do what we? What games allow you to go invincible? Yeah, there's very few. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Just the classic platformers. I'm struggling to think of of a game that actually makes me invincible. That's not like a remake of a classic. Uh, or the a only classic one I can game. think of is Celeste that literally allows you to turn on an option that's like, you can't die. <laughs> but that, that doesn't play any music. That's just how you Never decide die. to play One more power for you, and that is when in NBA Jam you catch fire. He's on fire. He's on fire. Like that. Excellent. <laughs> uh, again, few things better than uh, than crunking out some big mad dunks. Oh, actually, Invincible, um, Aku Aku Mask, Crush Bandicoot. There you go. Yeah. yeah and you have yeah, a bit yeah. of music. Yeah. And I said, ah, what should do is have a Cuban Pete mode. Incredible. All right, Heavy, hit us with some more I powers. Mean, you, you already briefly alluded to it earlier, but the plasmids from Bioshock, all the different plasmids, I very much enjoy firing bees out of my hands at people. That's always fun. Very much like doing that. Thank you. You get the dogs with bees out of their mouths. <laughs> they bark, they shoot bees at you. Yes, exactly that. Um, uh, but also Abe's Odyssey, where you could possess the guards. Ah I yes, <laughs> and then just make them just yep. kill each other, or just walk off a ledge, or into a mincer, or something equally visceral. I very much enjoyed that one. Those are just a couple off the top of my head. I would need to ponder right. further. Let me let me let me flip the 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 chat then, just to keep it, keep it going. Best non playable characters. So this might be bosses or just NPCs that had awesome powers. Because as soon as you said bees, my first thought was, what was the name of that boss in Metal Gear 3 that was just a big was beehive? Was he the fear? Yeah, because they were all called like the fear, the, or the, or the old pain. man that sits in a chair, the pain. I can't remember which one the bee was. He's either the fear or the pain. He's one of those. But yeah, he was in the trees, wasn't he? And he turned himself invisible. Oh, yeah, he was horrible. Yeah. Or um, Vamp. In Metal Gear Two, is that what he's called? Was just called Vamp, the Vamp, the Vampire guy. I don't guy. remember that one. Ah, oh, he was he was awesome. So he was basically like a vampire that would just like turn into like a swarm of. I think it was very similar design of bees or bats, and would fly around the level. That'd be intense. Not not not, not necessarily a non-playable character, but I always found facing Brock Lesnar on Here Comes the Pain incredibly difficult because he did have some powers <laughs> that I was unable to possess. So yeah. yeah, the best weapons back to melee, SmackDown Two, where you literally could pick up um, fucking forklift trucks and <laughs> use them as a weapon. Do we have another thing we can spin on the wheel? Because we have like nine minutes left until the full time, right? I'm an addict uh, to the wheel. What can I say? We haven't had the wheel in a few weeks, and I feel like we, I feel like we deserve. We give the audience what they want, and that is more wheel. Or in, we just give Michael what he wants, and that is secondary wheel. Secondary, which you've reminded me of another Secondary. awesome melee weapon in Bloodborne, the pizza cutter. Yeah, man, that one's... Oh. Is that the whirly gig? That's the one. And they brought it back in Elden yeah. Ring as well, so you could just... Oh. Moles, do you have any off the top of your head that you can think of? Any powers? Any powers? Uh, 
I used to like Final Fantasy summons. Just like, yeah, I've got a summon, and now you're all going to die. There you go. Short and sweet. I'm going to go back to the typical Adam asks a question, which says, what does this mean to you? Moles, Final Fantasy summon. What does that mean to you? Nights of the Round, about seven minutes of FMV video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was the bat out of hell of especially summons, when you put it? double cast on it as well i was like all right i'll be back yeah i'll be i'm just gonna go make a cup of tea or you know i'll be back when it's finished this was a good 10 minutes later uh yeah it's it's got to be fun fancy seven isn't it they're the best summons okay all right we're, we're we're back to the the next topic so spinning again Right, build a fighting game workshop. I want you to tell me your your ultimate fantasy fighting game. I want to hear your favourite roster from a fighting game, your favourite gameplay from a fighting game, and your favourite environments from a fighting game. Obviously, the idea is that you smash it all together and say that's my that would be my ultimate fighting game. I'm going to give you moments to think, and I'll fast forward it so the audience don't think that we're sitting I, I, here. I, I, you can kind of guess. Some of Michael's. What was it? Roster, environments, and... So, roster, gameplay, environment. Right, so I'm going to throw my hat into the ring and say that my... And Okay, here's a, new, here's a new added twist. You can't say one that someone else has said. Oh, that's not fair. So when it's off the board, okay. it's off the board. So I'm going to be very nice and leave Super Smash Bros. on the board. And I'm going to say the best roster... In a fighting game, Tekken Free. That was my favourite roster. That's I mean, great. everything from Eddie Guardo to also the storyline with Jin Kadama, right? Of like you had like good Jin, bad Jin, as well as like Devil Jin, and then you had like the Ogre guy as well. Like that whole storyline. In fact, there's a Tekken TV show that's randomly launched on Netflix. I literally was just about to watch. say about this TV show. Wait, Apparently, it's really good. I need to see this. I love Tekken. Yeah, it's anime as well, and it's the, I think it's the same guys that they've done loads of other amazing animes with as well, like your Castlevanias and all that. Let's go. Stuff. So that's my roster. Do you want me to go next with gameplay? Go for it if you've got one. I've got one, but I think Mike is going to hit hit the table in rage. I'm going to say Injustice Two had the best gameplay. It was amazing gameplay, and I might be cheating by saying that the the customization system is technically gameplay of how you could literally make a Batman. And me and Mikey would spend weeks sending each other photos of our Batman looking different. E- ever so slightly. And I'd be like, look, look, I made mine look like, ever so slightly, but I'd be like, oh, look, my one looks like Batman Beyond. And you're like, yes, but my one looks like Batman Returns. And I'd be like, yes, but my one now looks like Batman also returns. <laughs> And uh, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'm putting my putting my whole uh, chips on the line here for environment. I'm going to go with the Dead or Alive franchise. They were the first guys to really do those environmental punch. Everything changes, and you land in another screen, and that kind of stuff. Nothing to do with if you put the age up. The women's bits jiggled. Jiggle more. physics. That was just a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my ultimate ultimate fighting game based on those three elements. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. I feel that my my roster choice is a complete cheat and a cop out. So if you're not happy with this, please tell me, and I'll go back to the drawing board. Street Fighter X Tekken. 
I'm going to steal the roster from the crossover game. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I'm not the government. We, don't, we can't go there to BAR in this we one, so we're, we're, we're allowed. We're in. And, and I, I wanted to take the gameplay from Tekken Tag just because I love that ability to swap in and out the people in your party. So you've got 2v2, you jump in and out, swapping people, doing some cool combos, juggling people in the air for just hours on air if you're good enough, which which I wasn't. So I was just watching people juggle me in the air, which was <laughs> it's, no, it's lovely. Um, environments, and this is going to be a weird one because it's the only redeeming feature of this game, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. It actually <laughs> had some quite good arenas. Every like partway through the fight, it would be you'd be fighting inside the dojo from Parappa the Rapper, and then the house would collapse and you'd be on a battlefield in kill zone. And I was like, that's actually kind of cool. Dope. And like I say, the only redeeming feature of that game. Do not buy that game, do not play that game. Please do not make a new one. Just just leave it be. I should make no. a new one and put it for free on uh, PSN. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the Smash clones. <laughs> Ah, oh, there's there's more being released every I minute. It's, it's actually quite worrying, isn't it? Um, right, let me let me put it on to Moles and Mikey. Who wants to come up next on their builder game workshop? Uh, for I'm kind of going to cheat as well. <clears throat> if you're, he's just going to say Street Fighter Two. Yeah, just, the 80s. Give, just give all three. Street Fighter Two, <laughs> fifty versions of it. No, it's fine. Um, Marvel versus Capcom would be my roster. Mother, Hemming fucker. cheated. That was mine. Hemming bastard. cheated. Good man. Good man. Hemming cheated. So I also am going to start cheating. Yeah, I love. Um, Environment-wise, I think like a 3D WWE type game would be quite funny. Put me in, like, but not in a ring. In like some sort of arena. Okay, like a gladiator-style arena. But the surrounding kind of ethos would be Mortal Kombat. He's fuming. He's fuming. You've stolen you two on him, I think. There you go. So Marvel versus Gameplay. Capcom, WWE style 3D fighting, a bit like Tekken, in an arena that's like Mortal Kombat. There you go. Gameplay. It would be like WWE style ah, 3D right, brawler. There you go. Basically, think Thor Ragnarok. You know the arena. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That basically, but like. Godly death, Mortal Kombat style in the background. There we go. Just Spider-Man doing moonsaults. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I don't think any of us actually has called out much from Mortal Kombat, although I basically ripped off Neverrealm by saying how much I loved the Injustice 2 gameplay. Mikey. Well, I've been completely half-inched by Mr. Moles over here, haven't I? So um, instead of Marvel versus uh, Capcom, I'm going to have to go for X-Men versus Street Fighter. Because... Yeah. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Why not? I love the roster. The roster team is right? strong. Um, in terms of gameplay, I'm going to go because I, I thought obviously WWF No Mercy because it's the best wrestling game ever. However, my my game that I I want the most in terms of like because Banjo Kazooie, right? I'm never getting that remastered, right? I I I I know this now. It's never going to happen. I have played it on the Nintendo Switch Online. I'm now waiting for Banjo Two to come out. I I, I get it. I get it. I'm at peace. What I'm not at peace with is the fact that it's impossible to play Def Jam Vendetta. 
because that game and oh, Fight for New York classic. were two of the, the best games I've ever played in my entire life. I love those games so very much. So I want that exact gameplay and the same environments, to be frank, because they were great. Because you'd have rappers they in the were background. amazing. Um, but with X-Men and Street Fighter characters. Um, to be honest with I, you, screw all this. I just want Def Jam Vendetta again. I'd All three, please, because it, it was the perfect fighting engine. A, a roster of rappers from a, a legendary time in hip-hop. And, into, and the environments are great. So yeah, just give me that. All I need is that. Wasn't there like a clone game of that with just the Wu-Tang um, I assure you it wasn't <laughs> yeah, very was good because Def game. Jam took the yeah. same engine from Aki or it was the same people that worked on it that made WWF No Mercy. So it was literally the same game but with hip-hop influence updated and it was fucking amazing, quite frankly. I hope someone has made like a remastered modded version on the internet somewhere because I I I do miss this kind of game. Well, it, it is it is one of the ones that people do request EA to kind of re-release, but the licenses would be an absolute minefield because, yeah, you've got it. It just would never happen. There's no way of it ever happening. I don't know how you'd even approach it. Getting the likes of it cost millions of dollars just to get Dr. Dre in a GTA game, let alone going back and speaking to everyone involved and licensing. And like you say, yeah, that's that does feel like a it would be absolutely impossible. Result. I'm just going to go and find. I'm just going to find the roster. Yeah, and I've roster. got the roster. Go find the roster. Me, right? So you. I was just going to say the, my favorite thing for Def, Jeff Jam Fight for New York. Going on that, the final boss of the story is against Snoop Dogg inside like a burning warehouse. Yep. And it's the most epic fight ever put onto film. So I'll use um, I'll use the Def Jam Fight for New York roster. Uh, so you've got um, <laughs> you've got uh, I can name a few. Flavor Flav, Ghostface Killer, Henry Rollins, Joe Budden, Ludacris, Method Man, Red Man, uh, Scarface, Snoop Dogg, Sean Paul. Um, um, Ice T, Fat Joe, Buster Rhymes, Bubba Sparks, Exhibit, yeah, Carmen Electra's in it for Christ's sake. You, you, there, there's just <laughs> a bunch of people which you're like, this is bizarre, but it's awesome. That game was fucking immense. God, I miss those games. I oh, that's incredible. So so annoyed that they don't still make those kind of games anymore, man. That is a great shout, though. Um, yeah, off of that. I've got to say, I'm a bit... I've completely forgotten about Soul Blade and Soul Calibur. Like, those games were incredible. I wish I put oh, that into my... I never forget I might, how funny you, you, you went and bought, I think, Soul Calibur 4 or whatever one it was. And you were like, yes, yo, Mikey, do you want to come and play this game I've got? <laughs> and it was like... And you were in some training mode and the fucking combinations to just do a move were just like... The, the, like the move list was like 17 pages long. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is this? And I was like... I tried playing it with you and I was like... I made I made weird, weird like, purchases. I don't time. know what I'm doing. There, n- none of these buttons do anything that even resembles a move. Like <laughs> you were, you were really nice though, because you were just like, I could see you really like this, and good, good for you. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was also the same summer I bought Left for Dead, and I just sat there just watching. I'd let people follow me, and then I'd let sw- herds of zombies kill them. And I was like, I'm sorry. I've got to go. I've got to survive. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm sure there's a Build-A-Bear version for uh, a zombie apocalypse game in our future of this as well. Is there anything more you want to add on the fighting game front, gentlemen? Just give me more Def Jam. (laughs) Ah, give me Def Jam or give me Def. On that note, uh, let's call it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you've liked what you've been listening to, click on that like, follow, subscribe, whatever button it is that you get more content from us. Uh, I've been Adam Flint. I'd like to thank my boys, Mr. Adam Temmick. Thank you very much. I'm off to go and find Garden Edwards. (laughs) And the man in the chair, Jonathan Moles. Very much, and good evening. Uh, Good evening, indeed. There you go. What a nice way to round off that Sunday evening. Hmm.